Welcome to the Voyage LA podcast, where we interview some of the brightest and most interesting entrepreneurs, artists, and creatives from in and around the Los Angeles area, and ask them about their lives, careers, and the values and principles that drive them. Hi, everyone. My name is Madison. I am so excited to be back with another episode of our podcast. This time we're in Los Angeles talking about one of my most favorite places to go when I used to live in LA, the Melrose Trading Post and all things music there, which is so exciting. I love getting to connect with individuals who work in an industry that I am not only familiar with, but also really passionate about. So I'm excited for today's conversation. I have four extremely talented people here with me today, and I'd love to get started with some introductions. Yeah, well, hello, my name is Christopher Watson. I've been living in LA for seven years as a singer songwriter. I've been performing at Morrow's Trading Post for seven years. And uh, yeah, so excited to be here today. Amazing. My name is Sydney Renee. I'm a singer-songwriter from LA. I'm born and raised, and I've been performing at Melrose Trading Post. It's been a minute. I don't know how many years, but it's been a minute. And yeah, I'm also excited to be here. Amazing. My name is uh, Smiley Bone Jones, uh, singer, guitarist, uh, born and raised in Los Angeles. And I too have been playing at Melrose Trading Post for about four or five years. So. Right on. Nice. And I'm Natalie Torbay Jackson. I've been working at the Melrose Trading Post for the last 12 years, and I am the lucky person who gets to work with amazing artists and vendors and musicians. Um, and I also work with a great person named Martin Diller, uh, who actually connects all of the musicians to the Melrose Trading Post. And he is really, um, you know, an incredible, incredible person that I definitely need to make a shout out for. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you all so much for being here with me today. I'm so excited to to dive right in. Natalie, I'd love to hear it from you first. For our listeners who aren't familiar with the Melrose Trading Post, can you give us a little overview of what you guys do and how long you've been around? I know it's kind of a Los Angeles staple. Yes. So the Melrose Trading Post has been around since 1997 at Fairfax High School. We're on the corner of Melrose and Fairfax, which is basically the connecting intersection of two incredible neighborhoods in Los Angeles that are just filled with creativity and art and fashion and really good food. Um, and so we're lucky enough to be, um, you know, in this intersection and it just works. You know, everyone comes to the Melrose Trading Post on Sundays to enjoy art, to find different treasures and to listen to absolutely amazing live music. Um, so the organization that puts on the Melrose Trading Post is called Greenway Arts Alliance. And we've been around for about the same amount of time, 25 years. And Greenway Arts Alliance uh, funds a theater, a professional 99-seat theater called the Greenway Court Theater and the Greenway Institute for the Arts, which is an arts education program for LAUSD students, all through the funds that are raised from the Melrose Trading Post every Sunday. Wow, that's incredible. I wish that more people knew about that and we could just continue. I mean, I know it's super popular, but what an amazing way to give back and support your community and I just love it. I think that's that's amazing. Um, so my next question, I would love to hear from our three musicians here. How did you each get your start in this industry? I know with my experience as a concert and live music photographer, this industry is pretty hard to to, you know, break into, especially in a really oversaturated market. 
in such a popular place like Los Angeles with Hollywood and, and all the big stars out there. But I'd love to hear how you got your start and your, what your journey has looked like thus far. Yeah, uh, I got my start uh, writing songs in college and just fell in love with the art of songwriting, just how good it made me feel. And then uh, moved to New York and started to figure it out. Uh, went on a little tour and I was like, well, if I gotta, I'm going to make it happen, I got to take it on the road. So I moved to L.A. with a couple thousand dollars and quickly ran out of that. Yeah, I think essentially I just discovered that there's so many different ways to work with music. So I started teaching kids music when I moved to L.A. and that's like been my day job. And so that's been helping carry me through. Wow. Um, I've been singing for probably like 20 plus years. I started um, singing professionally at the age of 10 and um, just doing like competitions and stuff like that. But uh, as far as like being my own artist and stuff, and writing and producing. I started that about like seven or eight years ago. So. Amazing. Nice. Well, I, uh, I started playing music when I was about 12 years old, saw my cousin playing guitar and I was like, I want to do that. And then I got real serious uh, in high school, take the guitar with me every day, started <laughs> in a band and they said, Hey, like you could join our band if you sing. Cause none of us sing. And I'm like, well, if I could play guitar and sing, and so uh, ever since then, I've just been, I just been playing music and um, had a full-time job at one point and then made the jump full-time 2017 to just music alone. So been doing it ever since. Well, kudos to you. I, that leap of faith is scary, but it is well worth it. That's for sure. Totally. I would love to hear from each of you how you create meaningful connections through your work with the Melrose Trading Post. For me, starting out, I mean, working with kids, I, I, I've, you know, transferred that into, you know, the teenagers that are also working at the Melrose Trading Post. You know, we always get to interact with them. I always just ask them, like, hey, what's up? You know, and sometimes we get to hang out for an extra second and just, you know, ask them just like, you know, what are your favorite classes? What are you thinking about doing? Like, are you interested in music at all? And, you know, so that's always like a refreshing thing to, to see every time, every Sunday that we get to go. Nice. I feel like I connect with people at Melrose Trading Post mainly through, I, I love 90s R&B and, mm-hmm. and I love doing mashups. And I feel like it's kind of where we vibe and connect because it kind of turned into like a sing-along and yeah. like a little mini day party. So yeah, it's always nice to just kind of throw it back with some tunes and then see how the audience like receives it. And yeah. That's amazing. I think uh, one of the coolest things about Mellor's Trading Post is that um, there's so many uh, different uh, age groups that go there. Yeah. Um, families and, you know, I play like a lot of older like rock and roll and like blues tunes that maybe not everyone's familiar with so occasionally i'll get you know some parents coming up being like man i used to listen to that blah blah blah. and then i get like younger people coming up like yo dude like your drip is so like sick and then (laughs) it's such a cool like oh that was a bill withers tune or or whatever it is and it's like i feel like in some way it's kind of educating uh, people who maybe are not familiar with some of this music, you know, yeah, so definitely. it's uh, that's the way I try to make a connection. Yeah. How about you, Natalie? Tell me more about your role and, and the way that you're creating meaningful connections. 
Well, I'm very lucky. When I started out, I was the vendor manager. And so I know pretty much all of the vendors in the market. So when I walk through the market, it is like so much fun because I just see all my friends, right? I get to see all these wonderful creative people that inspire me. And it's honestly the most magical thing to walk through the market and talk to them because I feel like somehow like the universe like sends little messages to me through all these wonderful creative people because they're so open and they're so just you know loving and innovative themselves that you know I get to have like special moments with them that um you know I get to take with me through my week and think about and you know it it always impacts me in a like really like uplifting way Sure. And of course, the music is just so much fun. And, you know, everyone loves live music. And yeah. while LA has so many musicians, I feel like we need more live music just everywhere all the time. Just like if you go to Nashville or Texas, right? You know, live music everywhere. And we have it here, but it's a little hidden. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I like that we get to bring that to everyone for, you know, a relatively cheap ticket price. You get to yeah. see musicians. Yeah. How have things changed emerging from the pandemic? Mm. (laughs) Uh, Well, I can say our market was able to expand uh, to accommodate like social distancing. Um, Because of that, we've been able to really create this interesting stage area. Uh, You know, in the beginning, our stage, uh, when we first opened up was a little small, we had it kind of tucked away you know, there were certain COVID guidelines, you have to be 12 feet away from anyone. And so the stage was small, but now that we're in this um, era where we don't have those restrictions anymore, we were able to expand and utilize this beautiful band shell that's on the campus of Fairfax High School as our amphitheater. So we call it the Greenway Amphitheater now. And um, I think... uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the musicians like this bigger stage. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's great. That's that's wonderful. Well, my next question, hearing from the three of you, who is your dream musician to collaborate with or work with and why? All of my dream musicians like seem to be like uh, passing away, but um, mm-hmm. I've been really listening to a lot of Shuggy Otis lately. And all of his albums um, are just, they, he had a special time and he only made a few, um, but I've just been drawing so much inspiration. And that's like, he's still around and, you know, doing, doing some stuff here and there yeah. seems a little reclusive, but like, man, I would love to just like collaborate with him and just see what we could come up with. Cause I feel like we have similar ideas that maybe he could help me with, you know, for sure. My dream collab would have to be Stevie Wonder. Oh, the greatest ever. Um, love every song, and I just love his energy and yeah. And I feel like he's always around town, and I never run into him. Everybody else does, but I'm gonna tell you out there in the universe that I will run into him one of these days. <laughs> Yo, uh, I've ran into him once. It was magical. I'll tell you that. Oh, so jealous. <laughs> non-living, it would be Sam Cooke. I would love to collaborate with Sam Cooke. Writing a song with him would be a dream. And then, and I think this one's more realistic. I would love to play with the Roots. Just like play a song, like the whole mm. Roots. Everybody vibe and I would love that. That would be like the dream club. Yeah. Natalie, is there a particular artist that you would just 
absolutely love to host at the Melrose Trading Post someday. Wow. Well, there are so many. <laughs> um, you know, we there are actually some artists that like started out at the Trading Post and now they're like on tour with these big bands or they've been on tour, you know, um, kind of on their own as a headliner. So it'd be fun to have a bit of like a reunion and bring them back to the market. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, one in particular that stands out is Ray Zaragoza, which I think, Chris, you probably ran into her recently, right? Yeah, um, that's my homie. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. And she's been taking off, you know, on all these different tours and projects. And I think it would be fun to bring her back and, you know, have her collaborate with some of the other musicians, too. Yeah, I love that. How do you each stand out from the crowd in this industry and what sets you and your music apart? Well, I guess I'll, I'll go with this one. Um, I kind of just uh, have always been told from a really early age of performing, like, you know, 15, 16, that I started playing at BB King's club and uh, universal city walk. It's not there anymore, but um, people would come up and be like, man, you got an old soul, man. You were just, you're just born too late, man. You would have, you would have really had a ball back then. You know what I mean? And, um, and I kind of just resonate with, um, with some of that older music and I try to, you know, of course, you know, make it in my own way and make it accessible for, you know, uh, upcoming generations. But um, I really kind of stick to the roots and what inspired me in the beginning. And I feel like sometimes people end up kind of just going with whatever is like, you know, the trend or whatever is hot. And like, that's the one thing that I feel keeps me like honest is like, just go with what brought you in in the first place, you know? It's more authentic that way. Yeah, I think so. I think what makes me uh, unique as an artist, was say really just like just the rawness of like mm. my vocal style as well as like writing. Yeah. I also love to sew clothes and love to make like lookbooks and oh, stuff. I did my music videos as well and uh visuals so yeah i would say that would be it yeah i think it's uh it's interesting that it's the three of us on here because we we, our music styles aren't exactly the same but we're the same kind of artists that we're just like raw like we're true to ourselves like we're old souls you know um you know people always you know after they we get the same kinds of compliments like you guys just old soul just genuine i just loved your music i loved the way that you i love the way that all of you guys like sing and put your own spin on music so i would say musically the way that we each like really just make a song or a cover song our own and then i would say personally uh doing a lot of writing and like attaching writing to my songs and uh just explaining like you know like having like that artistic element attached to uh, the actual songwriting as well. Yeah. So that's way that I've been trying to differentiate myself. Well said. Natalie, can you tell me what sets Melrose Trading Post apart from other farmers markets or flea markets or just big events happening in Los Angeles? Sure. I think, of course, our nonprofit element and the mm-hmm. things that are funded by the market are a big part of it. Uh, But I think the major thing is our connection to Fairfax High School. You know, it's not just a place where we hold the market. It's also our home. It's also our community. And so, you know, we employ uh, students from Fairfax High School. And also the majority of our staff for the market are alumni from Fairfax High School. Oh, wow. Uh, 
And so it's a big community thing. You know, we want to make sure that we're always, you know, respecting the campus, but also providing more and more of what Fairfax needs for the students to be successful. And basically, we see ourselves as a launch pad for businesses, for musicians, for the students. Um, it's It's a great community and it's so much fun, but there is that mission behind it that I think makes it a little different from everyone else. Yeah. I love that. That's that's incredible. Well, my last question, I know this wasn't on my list, but I would love to just hear more about what 2023 has in store for each of you with Melrose Trading Post and with your own personal music journeys. What can we expect or anticipate in the months to come? This year is the year that I finally finish a full-length album. Love and, that. Um, I plan Congratulations. to uh, Thank you. It's been it's been quite the journey since uh, 2020, trying to buy up microphones that were just out of stock, you know, because everyone had the same idea. <laughs> you know, the learning curve of having to record yourself because, you know, going in the studio wasn't really a thing at that moment. So now I've kind of taken it upon myself to say, like, all right, I'm just going to commit to doing it all on my own. Mm-hmm. And that'll just be like a testament to that time. And so that's what I'm really looking forward to is um, having a physical product that I can then like give to people. It's like, well, yeah. where can I get music instead of saying, oh, just check it out on the Matrix, on Spotify or whatever. It's like, here it is. Yes. Right? Here, right now, take it home, unwrap it and play it over yes. and over. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. I am done. Go ahead. No, no, I just had to, I just had to hop in and say that I'm dying to hear that. Sorry, go ahead. Sydney. Yes. Oh, you want to go, Chris? I'm totally. Uh, well, I, I get, yeah, I guess I already started. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I just have, you know, just more good new music. I got some, some solid blues music coming out that I'm really excited about, uh, going back to record more and, uh, working more in the sync world a little bit. So you might be able to like, you know, you watch a commercial or hear a TV show and be like, is that. Is, okay, yeah, that is Chris, isn't it? Yeah, Whoa, so. that's yeah, so, so cool. Yeah, the same the same way, you know, Smiley's doing it. It's like, you know, pandemic bought some stuff and it's like, hey, we got to start making some money back off, off of all the stuff that we bought to record ourselves. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> yeah, it's been, you know, continually just, you know, the artist journey has just been so much fun and it's been so exciting and yeah. Right on. I'm getting ready to release a single April 7th and I'm excited for Yay. I've been sitting on it for a while, so it's fun that it's totally like coming to the light. Um, and I have an EP dropping later on this year and just working on new music always yeah. and finding creativity and inspiration wherever I go. Yeah. I love that. How about you, Natalie? What's what's next for the Melrose Trading Post this year? Well, uh, it has been a very interesting year weather-wise so far. So uh, I've so heard. We're excited for the springtime and summertime when it won't be so windy and rainy. Um, but other than that, um, last year we started a video series on YouTube called Melrose Stories. Uh, we've just launched our second season of that, and we're going to be recording our third season soon. Um, and this is basically focused on the members of the community. And the first two seasons were focused on the vendors. And our next season, we're going to be focusing on musicians. So Ooh. I'll be reaching out to all of you about that. Yeah, that's <laughs> exciting. 
Amazing. Well, thank you all so much for your time today. This was such a fun conversation for me, and I am just so excited to see the growth and the amazing things that happen in 2023 and beyond for each of you. Thank you for having me or having us. Thank you. Absolutely.